Have you ever been homesick? I mean, seriously, that gut ache, that feeling of, I just want to go home. Well, that's what it should be like for us as Christians, yearning, longing, longing to go home to heaven. That's what we talk about here today on today's podcast. Well, welcome to another podcast with Steve and Eddie, and guess who? Erica Marchenau, our special guest for just a little bit, and we're so glad you're here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I got invited in last minute, and... It was last minute. Actually, last second. And I was yammering on about how I can talk forever and ever to anybody, and here I am. (laughs) (laughs) I would never say that about you, though. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, Erica Marchenau is uh, a new member of our staff. She's on part-time, and and we'd like to have her come in. We wanted to have her come in and, and say a few words about just kind of what uh, you do, Erica, and uh, what's going on, what's been going on. Yes. And so I'd like to just ask you, um, what's kind of your role yes. here at Crossroads? Yes, I was so excited to be asked to come on. Um, I started taking Christian counseling classes, oh, two years ago plus with Kurt and yep. with Chris before. Yep. And um, I don't know how I got started in that other than God just told me I was going to do it because it seemed crazy to me that I would be in a counseling class and um, my hairdressing clients say I've been counseling for years but um, see there yeah I'm one of them and and Eddie's one of them and so I guess I've been counseling people for 20 some years but um, I took those classes and I loved it I just got um, so wrapped up in learning and God just drew me into that and so I've taken four or five courses now and I love it and And that's that's some high heavy-duty courses Yes, yes. I mean, I it's think not we, just like, um, hey, internet, can I get a counseling course? Yes. Like, oh, hey, yeah, here, ask, ask, or here's, answer a few questions. Here's like eight to ten binders of uh, classes to read and tests to take and quizzes yes. and homework. And this is legit. Yes. So I've I've enjoyed so much learning something new. And so I guess God's had this in the works for a while. And so I'm available to anyone that wants to come in and talk to me on a counseling aspect. And Her office is on the second floor. We've, we've yes. got the door labeled as prayer room, and you can absolutely pray in there. Absolutely. Um, and she does. And, but um, that second floor office, as you come up the stairs, it's straight forward and uh, right there towards the east. Yes. But um, we're really glad to have you on in that capacity, but also um, some other things. Yes, so I'm getting involved in women's ministry. So um, I've met with all the leaders of the women's ministry, which we want to really highlight. There's so many great women's Mm. ministry groups here in Crossroads that maybe people don't know about. So um, they've got a lot of fun things coming up. A lot of areas, women, any, any, anybody can get involved in Crossroads, but especially women's ministry. And I also... um, I'm in charge of those junior high and high school kids downstairs, yes. so I'd love to get more involvement in our youth group, and as the kids get older, it's when they need it, so mm-hmm. uh, we've got some awesome volunteers down there, Dustin and uh, Keela and Ron and Paige and Bryce and Chris Huff, and um, Mike Wallace is going to join us, I think, coming up. Everyone, everyone oh, in high school loves Mr. Yeah. Wallace, so yeah. we're going to yes. drag him downstairs. I, I heard and... about that this last weekend. Stacey yes. shared that with me. They're very so, excited about Yes. We are very excited about that. Yes. And, so and we're addition. working on the youth group and building that program. So uh, I'm here all day on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings. So. Mm-hmm. And Wednesdays, uh, there is a, uh, a women's group that meets. Yes. Uh, so we time. meet, right? ladies meet from noon to one. 
That's awesome. And, On the and second those, floor? those that have not been a part of it, maybe thinking about stepping out of their comfort zone and maybe coming in. Can they come in at any time? Yes, come in at any time. And we've made our Wednesday noon ladies group a, a fellowship group. So yes, we're studying the Bible for sure. And we're working through The okay. Power of Knowing God by Tony Evans currently. Okay. Anytime you can join. Okay. I've got extra books and it's a it's a time to fellowship with other Christian ladies. I even Reach hear some laughter dropping up, dropping up yeah. into, coming up into my office when you girls it's, are meeting. It's so definitely that. not a. It, we're not serious. We uh, we're a fun bunch. So yeah, it's, uh, it's all a, ages. You know, we've got early twenties to, every, you know, a lot of retired ladies. So yeah, come so, on your lunch hour. We definitely work within the frame of uh, time frame of a lunch hour. Okay. So fellowship is definitely what it is. I mean, yeah. that's exactly yes. what I, I hear. Every once in a while, I stick my head in there, and that's exactly what I, I sense and see. And so yes. a lot of great times in there. So if you'd like to join that, that is just come on in, up and and um, yeah, they're at twelve o'clock on Wednesdays. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. And reach okay. out, reach out anytime just to uh, talk, visit. You know, yes, I, I I like to counsel, and if you have an issue, but definitely reach out for more than just. I have issues. Oh, you, you come know. in. All right. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we all have issues. That's the important part to know. <laughs> one of the one of the neat things that um, uh, happened, or oh, just even this last weekend, you stepped up front uh, stage, and um, were kind of there. To receive um, an award, an award sure. from families of choice. Talk a little bit about that connection. Yes, that has been Family, made. families by choice is a great program. So Kurtz introduced me to Tommy, and she does a fantastic job. Uh, she has such a servant's heart for the community at large. But they are an organization that works with men, women, children that are displaced that have had drug and alcohol addictions or they just are having a hard time mm-hmm. and they need a place to go and stay. Maybe veterans, safe. things like this yes. that maybe have come home to the... Yes, and Crossroads has paired with them for many years. And, of course, for years I've heard about them in, in counseling classes with Kurt. You know, he talks about Tommy and, mm-hmm. I, you know, getting involved. And so that was another thing when I came on staff. I want to work with Outreach, mm-hmm. and they're a wonderful organization. They But Crossroads has many volunteers, you know, Bert and Bill and Dennis and I don't know how many count, countless people have gone. That's right. Put a roof on or yeah. worked yeah. on their guttering and now they're going to get ready to work on their fence and mm-hmm. and they don't get any funding outside of mm-hmm. you know organizations, mm-hmm. churches and groups. So um, it's a great organization, uh, one that is definitely uh, one that is a hands and feet of Jesus. Absolutely. Uh, being able to to reach out to those that are, that are homeless uh, displaced and like you they said. definitely have a heart for crossroads which is so great to see she just went on and on about it was so nice to hear that you know all the things she wanted to show me all the things that different volunteers have done mm. and and so i'm excited to work with her and work with the ladies and maybe do some counseling maybe some haircuts yeah. you know just some ways That's that great. i can personally get involved and maybe through the women's ministries here at crossroads we can help People like Families by Choice and lots of, you know, Crisis Pregnancy Center and the Ruth House and lots of ways we can get involved in yeah. community mm-hmm. outreach events. Yeah, so. well, that is awesome. And Erica, I'm so yep. glad that you had a chance to come in yes. today. Yes, thanks for the invite. Share your time. I really appreciate and, it. And uh, I told you it was only going to be you yep. know, five to ten minutes, yep. so that was All right. pretty much what it is. But thank you for doing You're that. You're welcome. And thanks it was for having a joy me. to have you. Yes. In fact, maybe uh, in the future that we can maybe have uh, a time where we can talk or speak a little bit more about maybe some of the things that are going on. Absolutely. But um, it's so great to have you here. And, All right. And um, that's Erica Marchanel. She's here on staff now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks, Eric Rich. Thanks, Great guys. to see you. All right. Thanks. You, have, a good, okay. have a good podcast. Thank you. We're, we're planning on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, Pastor, good to see you today. I see that you're wearing a White Sox hat. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. This this How hat old is, is that? old. Old. 30, probably f- almost 38 years old. So I, I this, see This has you... been to Russia. It's been to Haiti. Oh. Uh, it's a world... World traveling cap, I, I guess think. it is Ukraine. So, yeah, and it's still in pretty good shape, really. Well, you know, I'm wondering if you're wearing that socks hat because you're you're trying to keep it within Chicago, but right now you're having a tough time supporting well, the Cubbies. Yeah, I am. It's a they're on an eighth game losing streak. We were ahead again last night, and then end up losing in the sixth inning. They in the cellar? Oh, they're close. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. poor Cincinnati Reds. They're but I think that the Reds fans are just know, knowing that they were going to be, it was a bad year for them just because they're rebuilding. I think so, the the Cubbies are rebuilding to an extent. Here's what I think they should do. They should combine with Cincinnati, call them the Red Cubs. <laughs> and out of all that, they could probably get a team, maybe they could win some ball games. The, yeah, I, mm, that's a hard sell, Bubba. It's a hard sell. Well, um, apart from baseball... Because I really don't want to talk much more about that because, you know, I'd rather just not look at the losing streak for the Cubs. But um, the uh, apart from that, we've had some hot, hot, oh steamy, absolutely ridiculous hot weather. In fact, did we hit a record yesterday? I don't know, but little Kevin Orbert was talking about maybe a record today. <laughs> um, little Kevin. That's why I like Kevin. <laughs> well, no offense. But. No. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, sometimes you, sometimes it just kind of comes out natural, yeah, doesn't it? It, it, it kind of does. It. <laughs> if I would have said big Kevin, Rupert, nobody would know what I was talking about. Well, that's true too. Anyway, what did he say? But he, perhaps a record today. And, oh. uh, excuse me, we're, I'm not here for character assassination. But, <laughs> nonetheless, you can't hardly help yourself. And that, hey, here's another thing about getting old: you, your filters are gone. I you, see. You don't care what you look like. You don't care what you say, and that can cause problems either oh, way. I so, see. Anyhow, well, the the um, I, I don't know that many people know this, but I did. Uh, I'm driving a, a little scooter around. Um, I say it's not. It's not little. It's actually. It's actually not little. Uh, it's a moto scooter, right? Um, moto is what they call them in Haiti. Motos. That's motos. 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 Yeah. I like that a lot better than scooter because scooter sounds like you got a fifty or a hundred cc. This thing's five. Or one with no motor and you're just using your leg. Yeah, that. Yeah, or pedaling it. Right. I, I think that uh, it would be a good gesture, nice gesture, if you went out and gave the face of over. High Valley gas a, a ride on that scooter. Oh, would you? Yeah, I, I see. You shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> he would enjoy that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But anyway, uh, what I was gonna say was, you know, it's nice to have that breeze blowing on you and to save the gas mileage. But I feel, and money. it feels like have a furnace blowing on you now. And it wasn't bad, and I wear a helmet too. They got vents inside the the helmet that kind of let the air go. Well, anyway. I was going to say was I looked down at my dash and happens to have a temperature gauge on there, not for the scooter itself, but for the weather outside. 102 yesterday. 102. I looked down and saw that. I went, well, I'll just be getting home right now, won't we? <laughs> I just don't well, need to be out in this anymore. Last night after I left your house, I went home. Nine o'clock, we went to the cemetery and walked. Did you? With with Izzy? 
Is he the dog? Nice. Good. But nine o'clock is it was. Well, that he's heat advisory went all the way until nine. So no people out there. I guess at nine o two you were. We fine. had the whole cemetery it's just us and the dead folks. Well, maybe you need to start at well. So, but the problem is, then you got to go home and take a shower. You don't get to bed though late. Well, anyhow, anyhow, that's true too. Well, you know, we don't want to digress, but we also want to just say that uh, we hope that you are safe out there in the weather. Uh, keep hydrated and um, keep things. Uh, yeah, it it is rough. It's rough and hot out there. It's going to be another hot one to here today yep. on this Wednesday, the 15th of June. Well, um, God is absolutely at work uh, in and around Sullivan, in and around Crossroads and the people. <laughs> and uh, we sense it in other churches. Don't give up continuing to press forward in His name. He is a glorious and awesome and majestic God whose power is not matched by any other. And so I want to encourage you, we want to encourage you here today to continue to lift up the precious name of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and um, hold firm upon him uh, because we do know that uh, our hope rests in our Father who who has brought such faithfulness to us. Well, uh, as we step into this time um, and talking about last week's message and the week uh, weekend to come I want to have a word of prayer and um, we're also going to uh, pray and lift up uh, Paulette Perkinson um, she had an incident the other day and, and broke her arm so let's just do that right now Heavenly Father we thank you so much for this day and we thank you for all your love and your your grace the mercy that's brand new here today I thank you for the enjoyment that we have with, with one another and uh, like-mindedness and like-heartedness, love that binds us together in Jesus Christ to, your, to the love of the Father. Lord, we just thank you for that, and we now bring you our sister, Paulette, who is, uh, her arm was broken yesterday, or actually the day before, and uh, we just ask that you would uh, provide such a great and wonderful healing. I pray that you would ease the pain and you would bring forth such a, a, a complete healing to that arm, and I pray that you would uh, help her as she, she uh, continues on. Lord, we just thank you so much for being able to bring her to you and uh, rest her in your arms, and we thank you for that. Lord, we think of others that are that are not doing so well as, uh, as they come to mind, but Lord, we just ask that you would... Uh, you know the ones uh, in in the vastness of need, um, and we just ask that you would just place your hand upon them. Yes, we thank you, Lord, for all that your love and your power that does cover us, and we just thank you for that. We ask that you would just now, um, please, Holy Spirit, just lead and guide us in wisdom as we speak about um, the Father's house. Uh, being homesick but persevering here on earth and I pray that you would help us as we continue to look forward to what you have for us in the future for it's in Jesus name we pray amen amen well I talked about what the father's house is like and then this kind of I never thought about at the time was putting this message together that it's buttoned right up to father's day so yeah it kind of super neat it goes together in a way absolutely well I started out talking about the Wizard of Oz and uh, the monkeys, how the monkeys scared me, um, the flying monkeys. And I'm not the only one that has said that before. But the end of it was, to me, it was a, it was a good movie because I watched it probably a hundred times when I was a kid. But the end of it, when 
she realized that there was a way to get home and she really wants she was homesick and, and of course Glinda the the good witch of the West or wherever she is from that told her just to repeat there's no place like home there's no and click her heels and, and I wonder sometimes like you said earlier as followers of Christ that we get homesick for mm -hmm. heaven mm -hmm. especially when the pressures of life press in on us because we know that we have to endure that for just a short time but compared to eternity it's like sandlot forever you for know it's and, uh, yeah forever. i don't know if we can grasp that but man heaven is is the hope of the christian mm -hmm. the end hope our hope now is that as god guides and directs us and uh, produces that fruit of the spirit in our life that comes out that we see life as an adventure um, but sometimes the stinking devil tries to rob that from us that instead of uh, a life of adventure and expectation and hope it's a life of dread and uh, getting in a rut and as uh, you know Swindoll said a rut's a grave with both ends kicked out but that's if that makes any sense but there has to be a time when we we look forward to the end because mm -hmm. it's forever with hopefully people that we love going to be there as well and if they know Christ they will be uh, Jesus said in John 14 2 and 3 I'm going to prepare a place for you when everything is ready I will come and get you so that you will always be where I am yes where I am yep. you know and I talked a little bit about the movies about heaven we watched a clip from 90 minutes of heaven but in that clip the the, the guy that was dead for 90 minutes and then came back he said God still answers prayer God still performs miracles heaven is real and then I asked the question do you believe that it's imperative that we believe that so what's the point right if there's an <laughs> If there's nothing beyond this, what's the... I know the Holy Spirit fills us now and, and gives us guidance and direction. And Jesus said, I want you to have an abundant life in John 10.10. 10. But if there's nothing after this to prepare for, to hope for, what's the point? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, then I went to John when he was on the Isle of Patmos. And he was catapulted into eternity where he saw supernatural things. And in Revelation 4, 1 through 6, I'm not going to read that, but if you're listening, you want to read that again and, and see what, how your uh, translation of your Bible presents that because it's really, it's really an exciting thing. And then Paul, the Apostle Paul, was preaching in Lystra, and the Jews uh, took him outside the city and stoned him. That's the thing about the Jews when they stoned you. They made sure he was dead. Right. And they weren't just little pebbles. I've seen some different, uh, read some different things that they were pretty good sized rocks and they always tried to hit you in the head so he'd kill you. And that's what they did to Stephen. I remember yeah. Stephen was looking up in heaven and he could see God. He could see the, and, and I don't think he saw pain. I don't think he felt pain. But anyhow, back to Paul. Well, uh, let, let's just let's stop there for just a second. You mentioned that stoning. And, and I, Stephen was actually the one, was one of them, that, or not Stephen, Paul was Saul, and Saul Wait, was holding the, the coats, coats while they of stoned those him to death. That, Absolutely. Of the Jews that, uh, that stoned Stephen to death. And now here he is being stoned for the very same thing yeah. because of the, of, of the change on the road of Damascus 
Um, I, and I think, minutes. I don't know this, but I figure after they stoned him, they went over and see if he was still breathing. Yeah, I I doubt that they would have they would have left him. Oh, I don't think so. Um, and, and so and to the point because of that, the point was stoning was execution. Mm-hmm. That's right. They stoned him until they were dead, yeah. and even in some of the uh, in the Middle East, they mm-hmm. still do that. Yeah, which which leads <laughs> us into what what you're speaking of here that that Paul went then uh, he claims later then. 15, was it 15, 14, 15 years later? Yeah. yeah so, 2 Corinthians 12, 2 through 4. I can't imagine be preaching and boom, you're stoned and then you're ushered into, the, into heaven. He said, I was caught up into the third heaven 14 years ago. Whether my body was there or just my spirit, I don't know. Only God knows, but I do know that I was caught up into paradise and heard things so astounding that they cannot be told. He was a, a humble person. In the King James Version, he says, I once knew a man. Not, he did, but you know it's him. Mm-hmm. But he said, I once knew a man that was called. And I, I, I love how candid he was in this. And he didn't brag about it. He just said, I was in paradise and there's no words I can. God doesn't really want me to try to explain that to you. So they, you know, and that's the point. It's and awesome. Then, and then what will heaven be like? Uh, I talked about no night. Yeah, there will be yes, Revelation 22.5 uh, and there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun for the Lord God will shine on them. You know, um, I was talking with Josiah, my um, 22 year old, and um, we were talking about heaven, we were talking about some, some different aspects of it and he said, you know, uh, Dad, I was listening to a podcast the other day and um, the gentleman that was on there speaking, he said something like this. I can't, I'm not going to quote the guy, but um, Josiah said, if, if you are longing for heaven, this is, this is what the guy kind of said, if you're longing for the things of heaven and you're, and, and, let's see, how did he say? If you can't, if you find yourself can't not being able to to imagine heaven without the things that are going to be there, would it still be the same as if you were going to heaven just for God? So the reference that he was making was if God was the only uh, thing, the only longing, the only... Um, delight mm-hmm. that was being spoke about in the in the word. If that was it, and none none of this extra, like how glorious it's going to be, not how it, you know, but it was just God. Just God. Would you still long for yeah. it? Yeah. And and he and then he kind of paused, I guess, and he said, "I I wish I had the quote ready. I should have had it ready. Sorry about that." But um, but basically, what he's saying is. If our heart isn't there, longing for God and to see Jesus, mm-hmm. then what are we really longing for? Right. And so, therefore, when you were reading that scripture there, the, there will be no night darkness, right? Yeah. The light will come from God. That as we are longing for this relationship, or as God was longing for a relationship with us 
as we focus in on that, then everything is bonus and yeah. extra. Yeah. But He, He is the one that we will have delight in. He will have delight in us, and there will beyond, be beyond words just His presence in our life. We have no words for it here on earth because mm-hmm. we've never experienced it like that. No, that's... And that is what is amazing about heaven. God, mm-hmm. Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That, and then all the other stuff, my goodness. Woo. You know, but mm, the love of the Father. Yeah, you know, and in uncertain times, uh, these, this verse really lifts itself out and speaks to us. This is Revelation uh, 2, verses 3 through 5. Look, the home of God is now among his people. He will live with them. They will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will remove all of their sorrows, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain, for the old world and its evils are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making all things new. Mm. <laughs> wow. Um, and I went ahead and talked about having our, uh, our questions will be answered and on and on and on, but I think when we see, see Christ and uh, experience the Father on the throne that I don't know if we'll be able to remember them questions because, like you said, they won't matter. No. It won't matter anymore. No. 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve. Now we see things imperfectly as in a poor mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. Mm-hmm. It'll, all, it'll all become clear to us. So, and we, I, we talked about our loved ones, knowing our loved ones, and uh, we talk, I talk, we'll talk a little bit about Paul and the Mount of Transformation. So he knew Moses and Elijah. Somehow he recognized them, and he'd never seen them before. So there's be something uh, recognizable about that. Um, so, it, so if you're looking for a loved one in heaven, remember there will be similarities, but there will also be differences as well. But the absence of darkness and sorrow and pain and death is even being better than reunited with loved ones. Mm-hmm. Christ will be there. We will be with Christ never to be separated from him again. Amen. And then I found that this uh, this song by a guy, William R. Featherston. He was 16 years old when he came to Christ. And on the day that he came to Christ, he sat down and wrote this song, My Jesus, I Love Thee. I like the last verse. It says, In mansions of glory and endless delight, I'll ever adore. I'll, I'll ever adore thee in heaven so bright. I'll sing with the glittering crown on my brow. If ever I loved thee, Jesus. If ever I loved thee, my Jesus, tis now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and then I hope, you know, and my prayer is that uh, people understand that and that. They do long for it sometimes, even in the midst of, you know, because Paul said when he was talking about First Thessalonians 4, 16, 17, 18, after he talked about Christ taking the church out and going back to John 14, 6, uh, was when, when everything's ready, I'll come get you. Yeah. And we'll go as a group uh, as far as glorified bodies. Now, now our soul goes to heaven, uh, but we... People in heaven don't have their glorified body yet. Mm. 
it comes at the rapture. Since the dead in Christ shall rise first, that's what that means. Right. Oh. And in, in Matthew 11, verses 25 through 30, um, those that are listening, if you want to read that again, Matthew 11, 25 through 30, it's Jesus' prayer for us. Man, verse 28, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you are weary and carry heaven burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. What a, what a great promise that is. Again, going back to what Paul said, said, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We need to comfort each other within the context of the body. Um, and I believe also in that comfort, we need to spur each other on. Yeah, what exactly. the word says as well, right? You so know, like that I said, comfort, that spurring. There are, I don't remember, I used to know the number, so many one another's in the New mm-hmm. Testament. Love one another, encourage one another, pray for one another, lift each other up. And it's, it's a constant thing. So when somebody falls, we're there to help pick them up. Yeah. We don't let them stay in their anxiety and tragedy and misery by themselves. There's always somebody there. And it's amazing just what your presence means. You don't right. have to say anything because right. there's, usually there's no words to say anyhow. <laughs> right, right. So that's kind of in the Father's house. And then um, uh, Steve is going to preach uh, on Father's Day. So, Well, I feel very honored uh, to be able to, to preach on Father's Day. What, a, what an awesome um, responsibility. And well, I, I, I love it. You're one of the best fathers I know. No, I so uh, I'm serious. Uh, I don't say that because you're you stole my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you've been good to her, so that and you've been a you're a great dad. So uh, well, I don't know of anybody more uh, qualified to preach. To be well, honest with you. Uh, thank you for that. Um, that's a high honor. Um, this this week uh, this weekend coming up the message is uh, the question is what makes a good father and in doing that I'm going to have uh, both the first and second service a panel of three fathers um, that are going to be asked a few questions we're going to have a little bit of a panel time that's a great idea and uh, one is going to be uh, an ex- an expecting father. One is going to be a father that has children in the home currently, and then one is going to be a father of an empty nest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. They're going to express some things, uh, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And then off of that, um, we're going to be talking about the fact that we need, as fathers, to reflect his image. Here's the verse that I'd like to share with you today that's going to be around that, and that is. 2 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse 18. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Mm-hmm. That uh, is where we're going to be, uh, where, where God has been going to be leading us and leading me to to um, uh, lead us all and, uh, father, as fathers to continue to um, persevere yeah. um, through this time, through the challenges of, of this present day. And, and so I'm looking forward to delivering that. So um, God's good. And yeah, what, what an awesome uh, reflection that we get to, 
to extend, and that is of, of the Father, of, of Jesus Christ, and of uh, the Holy Spirit. So anyway, that's what that's going to be like, and uh, hope that you can gear up on that. And uh, if you'd like to read Second Corinthians, the third chapter. But, you know, what the great thing about it is coming off of last week as I was studying this and getting prepared, you know, your comment towards First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, which is the love chapter, mm-hmm. Which is so valuable for not as not only as husbands but as fathers yeah. uh, to to extend that love. How do we love? Well, look at the thirteenth chapter of the first Corinthians, yeah. and then you you mentioned the the verse twelve. Now we see things imperfectly in a poor mirror. We try, right? We're going to be trying to bring forth the reflection of of Jesus Christ of God the Father, but then as we will see him face to face then we will see everything with perfect clarity king james version puts that verse and now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face and i will be known even as i am known there it is yeah what a beautiful reference (laughs) known as i am known because that the fullness of who god has created us to be in his image we will be then seen and know what a glorious awesome thing you know and God says in his word that we are to become holy as he is holy that's our objective that's that's the that's the goal that's it's tough because my goodness I can't be perfect like God is but that is what he wants us to do he wants us to continue to persevere to look upon his mighty uh, power and say Father I can't do this and he's like I, my son I know but I'm here with you I give you my yeah, power I give you my stuff. peace and I wanted to say as we come to the end of this that I appreciate people that listen to the podcast and get yeah. something out of it last yeah. night in our, our group on Monday night there was a lady I won't mention her name but her name's Linda Powell <laughs> but she, she was saying that what what she got as she enjoys this and she learns some things so that's really encouraging to us that's and great. Uh, we need to invite her on here someday yeah we well. should have linda come on up, yeah. uh, and we'll we'll have a, a spot for her to to share a few things maybe what she's gleaned from this time you know we have been doing this podcast now uh, you know actually I, I didn't i don't know how long you've been doing to that. see how many years but i am pretty sure it's been more than five. No, five years. it doesn't seem like that. I know it. My it's goodness. been right around that time frame, four to five, maybe six years. So mm, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, we've continued to do it through COVID, continue to do it. We were doing it before that. So, uh, man, it's been it's been going out in many, many episodes. Well, we've had, and I think we've had the wives on here we have. on your deck. We did get it outside, and we did. We had a few, uh, a couple, you know, a few times. Some of the kids, yep. Bugs, Bugs has not been on here yet. No, no, Jude, yeah, uh, so. Jude. Well, Jude got his nickname Bugs by, um, <laughs> but Judah Bug, Judah. Uh, that's what Eddie uh, Pap had uh, labeled him kind of as when he was a little squirt. And he looked like a little bug. He's, but he wasn't afraid of bugs. No, no, he wasn't at all. Josiah didn't think there was so, such a good idea. No. But man, he'd pick up stuff and whatever. So, so Jude got his nickname, Judah Bug. And, <laughs> and so now uh, he just, it's referenced to him as Bugs. So, you know, 
Who there was a there was a gangster back some time ago that was Bugs Bugsy Siegel Bugsy. Or something like that. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Bugs. So that there's your reference to to who he's referring to. But anyway, yeah, uh, we we have had the podcast for quite a few years now, and and it's been a joy to be able to do it to have conversation midweek. We don't have a midweek service now. We've got classes and different yeah. things that go on, but we don't have a midweek prayer service or a time reflection. But I think these midweek podcasts do a great maybe, job. Maybe helps with that. I don't know. Brings forth the 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 relevancy of Sunday's message, and also to look forward to Sunday. The Holy Spirit brought this idea to me back some time ago when podcasts were getting, yeah. you know, getting geared up, and people were listening to more and more. And, and uh, I thought, my goodness, that's going to be a great idea. So, anyway. I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, the Monday Night Group, mentioning it and saying, boy, I really enjoy it. Um, if you're not a part of calling posts and receiving those text messages, you can sign up for them anytime by going, just typing in the the, uh, the number 24251. That would be like your telephone number that you would be texting. And then just text the word Crossroads, all lowercase, just Crossroads. And you are automatically signed up. You yep. start receiving these things, these text messages that we send out. And one of them is the link to the reference of the podcast. So, Pastor, would you be able to go ahead and pray? Would you? Uh, appreciate Lord, that. thank you for loving us. Thank you for being so good to us and being real uh, in our lives. And the fact that you never turn your back on us, regardless of what we've done or said, that you're always there to uh, you confront us and... Uh, we feel, really feel the urge to confess and you forgive us and you forget it. Wow, that's great. And you, as we think about your house, Lord, and what that's going to be like, uh, I know we're not supposed to spend our whole life dwelling on it, but from time to time we get that twinge of homesickness that uh, maybe it's because of the things we're facing in life. And uh, But... The things we face in life, Lord, you go through them with us, and you give us the courage and the strength to overcome them. So we thank you for that as well. And as I pray for Steve and, and Sunday and uh, the guys that he's going to have on the stage. I think it's a, it's a novel. It's a great idea that people get to hear some other dads talk about it. And uh, I just pray that you bless that, Lord, and, um, and we continue to love you, and we just thank you for being such a good, good father. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, thanks for joining me here today once again, and uh, we hope that you have a fantastic day. Stay cool out there. Uh, it's going to be something that uh, is definitely necessary. Uh, find a shade tree. Find a, a nice, cool Or the neighbor's uh, pool if you don't have one. <laughs> neighbor's pool or pond. Uh, but uh, we're really, we really are glad that you joined here with us and listening. Stay safe. Uh, Keep hydrated, and we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully it'll be a little cooler. Until then, we'll say goodbye.